Hey everyone, before we get started into the show, a few things came across my desk right after I recorded the show. And they're kind of timely, so I want you to know about them ahead of time, and then we'll get into the next episode of Should I Drink That? First thing coming up on Monday, October 24th, Mad Mex is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Congratulations, Jins guys. Very popular uh, Tex-Mex restaurant here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They have a collaboration beer with Fatheads, once again. And this year, it's clocking in at 7.5% ADIBUs. It is a very limited draft and will be available at all Mad Max locations starting on Monday the 24th. It is highly likely to be gone by the end of the month. So get out there, get some, and celebrate 23 years of Mad Max. And their margaritas are pretty badass, too. I have to give them credit for that. Next on the 25th, Bocktown's Halloween Hoedown. It's not a trick. Treat yourself to Halloween Hoedown. Join them on Tuesday, October 25th for a mischievous evening of live music, wickedly good libations, and scrumptious creations from their laboratory or, or kitchen. Come in early, grab a seat, and rest in peace with a glass of craft beer on tap. Bring your appetite as Chef Michael's seasonal treats, including their creamy pumpkin bisque with apple cranberry chutney, are sure to be freakishly fantastic. The party moves into full moon swing with a live acoustic performance from Just Bucky. Make sure you bring your creative A-game as their costume contest gets better every year. The finest display of Halloween spirit will receive $50 in Bucktown Bucks, which is a great gift, by the way. Great gift, especially when it comes to buying fries and those burgers. All their ghoulish guests that come in costume will receive a special goodie bag needed for Halloween Hoedown 2016 survival. The lucky holder of one goodie bag will win a fresh cut fry party for four. For more details, go to Bucktown.com. Do you love hops and Tilted Hail Satan? Come join us in the darkness where the mash meets mosh and where the pipe meets pit. We bring you the most brutal bands and breweries under one roof. We bring you Pittsburgh Brutal Beer Fest, November 6, 2016. Spirit in Lawrenceville. Ticket prices are $55 for VIP, 3 to 10 p.m. General admission, $36, 4 to 10 p.m. Just announced, Elkinville Brewing will be at the fest. The most metal brewery to come out of New York State. Also, you're about to hear about them on Should I Drink That? For more information, go to pghbrutalfest.com. We're looking to show it to this episode. Hail Satan. Let's get to the show. Warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause you to become confused as to what liquids you should drink and liquids that you shouldn't, such as liquids with volatile sensitivity to changes in temperature and or pressure, liquids that require two mechanical seals to stay put, non-lubricating liquids that produce gases and or solids that may or may not be abrasive, liquids that are seriously goddamn sensitive to agitation, liquids that react with each other to form a solid, which is an absolute nightmare, or limitlessly lubricating liquids a nightmare at the other end of the rectum. Spectrum, take it from Spoon, and lastly, anything at all consumed by ShouldIDrinkThat.com. Welcome back. It's episode 120 for ShouldIDrinkThat.com, or even if it's crap, I drink it so you don't have to. It is I, the most reverend Father Spoon. It's been a while, hasn't it? I said that last time, too. Uh, kind of let you guys know what's been going on with the show. Uh, first of all, thank you to everyone who's been supporting YinsLoveBBQ.com. Uh, that's where I've been spending most of my time lately getting a barbecue project kicked off and <laughs> I can't even begin to explain how overwhelming that became. Uh, I thought this was just going to be like a quick thing I could throw together and 
you know, just see what happens. And apparently see what happens means uh, an article in the Post-Gazette followed by a lot of people submitting information and asking where they should go for barbecue. So I have spent the last five months working on a barbecue site. Uh, I'm not happy with the website design. That's my own fault. But the biggest thing for me, the biggest hurdle has been getting all the content, lining up interviews and uh, getting the thing up and running. I can't wait to nuke the website and come up with a new design for it. It's just one I threw together quick. Uh, I'm not happy with it, but the content in it. Uh, wow. Yeah. There, I've made so many connections in the barbecue world that I didn't even realize existed. Um, I guess unless you're in it, kind of like the craft beer world, you don't really know what's out there. And I found a lot of crossover between the two. And I've started to make some good friends and found great forums to get on. Had a blast with it. I'm starting to upgrade the stuff that I have here at the house, along with uh, talking to barbecue podcasters. One of them being out of Cleveland. Yeah, wrap your head around that one. You think it's odd that Pittsburgh would have barbecue in Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland actually has some pretty good restaurants up there from what I've been hearing. And uh, the Barbecue Central show is based out of Cleveland. So I've been talking to Greg Rempe on on Twitter a lot. Uh, we've emailed a few times. I want a book from uh, Meathead, <laughs> which honestly has completely changed the way that I look at outdoor cooking, grilling, smoking, uh, just food in general, especially when it comes to meats. I think it's a fantastic book. And there will be a link in the show notes on where you can get it. It's really, it's if you do any kind of grilling, you need to read this because there's so many myths that are debunked that I used to be guilty of too that I, I didn't realize were missed. And yeah, it's just filled with a ton of information. So that's where we've been. That's where the show's been. Uh, I had to put the show on hiatus while I focused on that because it became overwhelming really quick. And so my apologies. I should have said something, but I didn't really know what was going to happen. And uh, the website though, or actually the Facebook group has been taking off or should I drink that? So if you go on to uh, facebook.com slash groups slash should I drink that, you could join us and find out everything going on. The page is still there, uh, facebook.com slash should I drink that. It's kind of like the front page, but all the chitter chatter and, and cool updates that I have in beer in general is on there. Uh, but definitely I want you to check out yinslovebbq.com. Uh, follow on Twitter, Facebook, uh Instagram, Pinterest, and just about anything out there. Yins love BBQ and you'll probably find it. So if you do me a favor, check that out. Pittsburgh has over 35 restaurants that serve barbecue. I should, no, let me rephrase that. Over 35 barbecue joints. Yes. I'm not bullshitting you on this one. 35 barbecue joints. You might find that hard to believe. I did too until I started looking these places up. And uh, now this is within the... I would say a half hour, 45 minute drive around Pittsburgh. I try to do like Southwestern PA because there's no real like borderline. I guess it would be the, the County line. Let's say what stops. Uh, <laughs> it would tell you what the border is going to be for Pittsburgh, but there's places like just outside of Allegheny County that are really good. So all those are on there. Go check out yenslobbq.com. Let me know what you think uh, besides the shitty website design. But let me know about content and uh, what you want to see on there because I've been talking to some barbecue restaurants and they're like, whoa, somebody wants to talk to us. This is kind of cool. I said, hey, I've had a podcast for 10 years. Let's talk. And uh, I'm going to start pairing up beers 
local beers with uh, with barbecue. Simple as that. So what else has been going on? Let me know uh, in the comments for this, either on the website or on Facebook. Let me know what you guys have been up to. Also, go head over to the group. Let me know. Um, a few things to touch on really quick. Uh, there's a lot more that's going to be coming to the show. I've had a lot to think about uh, since I was off. And I wasn't sure what I was going to do with the show. And I started listening to other podcasts to kind of get ideas, to kind of, you know, find my groove. Because it has been 10 years. And uh, the way Sick Puppy and I started this, it was the two of us. And without having somebody sitting across, I'm actually looking at a lonely chair across the table from me right now. So here's where I see the the show going. And it's it's taken me a while to, to figure out what I'm going to do with this. What are you doing? What are you doing up? I am asking, what are you doing up? I'm recording a podcast. This is what I do at night. I thought you stopped doing this stupid thing. It's not stupid. It's a hobby I have. Well, now you're into your beer and barbecue stuff. So, like, why are you even doing this still? Because I want to. Because this is what... Your mom Your mom sent you down here, didn't she? Look, I'm just trying to have fun, and I, I want this to be a funny show. Funny? It hasn't been fun since Uncle Sick Puppy has been on. What do you want? Go back to bed. This is bad. It's not as bad as a beer report, but it's pretty bad. You should really stop. Seriously. Seriously? Yes, I'm serious. Go back to bed. Whatever. Stupid podcast, I can't believe he does this stuff. You can't. Hey! <laughs> you see the level of support I get in my house? I try to record this at night. And they still come after me. So I've been thinking about what we could do for interviews, uh, stuff like that. And I've been working around with Skype. And, and here's another problem, too, is Google is getting rid of Google Hangouts as the group chat thing and pushing it over to YouTube. So some functionality might be going away, which put me in a seriously tight spot of what I was going to do to have people on the show. So I've, you know, I had to finally given and get Skype and Skype I actually have to admit is pretty damn awesome it's in HD now for a lot of the feeds uh, I think up to 25 cameras can be on so we're going to be doing more with that I've worked on a few things over the last week or so uh, as I was getting ready to, to jump back on actually I didn't decide till I think last night I was actually going to record a show now so, so I've been trying to figure out what I was going to do with the show um, and there's different segments that, that are going to be coming up I'm going to um, work in the barbecue thing. So if you like barbecue, this is going to be freaking awesome for you. Uh, if you don't, sorry. I guess you could skip over that part. We'll see what happens. Uh, but there's a lot of people that are really excited for um, when I told them what I want to do. We're just going to make it happen. And without having Sick Puppy across from me, it's kind of tough. But we're going to see what we can do with this. Uh, I was actually out visiting him today. And I saw him uh, about a month or so ago. Him and I went out shooting. First time ever in a shooting range. And um, I'll tell you what. Let's get these beers going first, and I'll tell you the story. My warm-up beer tonight was the Colette from Great Divide Brewing. It's their farmhouse ale, 7.3%. Uh, this is actually left over from a 
a charity event that I worked, which this was one of the beers that I got to pour in. Oh, let me tell you, it was freaking awesome. So it's a name Ellicottville sounds familiar if you're a longtime fan of the show. Back in episode 54, Beer on the Bay 2, we had Ellicottville. Actually, we discovered them. I shouldn't say we discovered them. We found out about them at uh, Beer on the Bay up in Erie, Pennsylvania. And, and they just blew our minds with the, the Paniastropis. It was a fantastic beer. And the, the people were super nice. The beers were awesome. And anytime I go up to Erie, I try to get my hands on these beers because we can't get them here in Pittsburgh, which I think is just tragic because these beers are so good. And when I was up there for my, I was up in Erie for my cousin's wedding at the end of August, I stopped at one of the six pack shops and I saw that they had all these beers and I'm like, I need these beers. Guy kind of looked at me like, Delicateville, okay. I'm like, no, I'm not from Erie. He goes, oh, you're not from Erie. Well, technically I'm from Erie, visiting right now. He's like, oh, okay. So we started talking and this is what he hooked me up with. So we've got these three beers tonight. I've had the Paniastropis before. These other two, oh, let's see what happens. So the first beer of the evening is going to be the Stainless Steel IPA. It's a 7% East Coast style IPA, 77 IBUs, and this is available year round. Now, according to the website, this is bold and deep, juicy and flowery. Stainless Steel bridges the gaps between the everyday IPA and something much more complex. Citrus rind, light floral notes, and a complex hop profile deliver a balanced bitterness for a captivating result. I don't know who your marketing person is, but that is goddamn poetry. So let's uh, let's give this one a shot first, and we'll get into the guns. <laughs> I just like how that how that segue just flows. All right, let's give this a shot. Cheers. Oh, that is bitter. That's some bitter. Ooh. Complex hop profile and a balanced bitterness. Mm, yeah, okay, I'll I'll give them that. Um, wow, it's been a while since I've done a beer review. I've got to remember how to do these things. Besides just saying, hell yeah, this is good shit. Um, but this, this is good shit. Hmm, definitely getting the citrus. It's a little resiny. And if you're if you're new to drinking craft beer and you hear resiny, um, did you ever smoke weed? It's like the screen on my pipe. Wasn't clean. It, never mind. I don't get the. It's got a, a really strong. Um, I can the, the hops are very dominant as soon as you open the bottle, and I was kind of digging that. Whatever, that's cool. Uh, I'm not getting the light floral notes though. And this is this is definitely much more complex than a, your everyday IPA. Yeah. Oh, I I can have fun with this. This isn't one I'm gonna. I would drink a ton of. Because the resin's going to get to me after a while. Or this is definitely something I listen to a jam band with. Because music makes everything better. And nothing sounds more beautiful than the pop, 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 pew, pew, pew of a gun. And I say that as someone who's never shot a gun until a few months ago when Sick Puppy took me out. So, here's what happened. And if you follow Should I Drink That on Instagram, at Should I Drink That, uh, you would have seen... Actually, pictures and video of Sick Puppy. Finally, you know, like after two years, you guys finally get to see him again. And um, yeah, he's he's big in the guns now. Uh, that's part of his retirement package. Is he likes to shoot guns and he's got a lot of guns. And he's got a lot of fun guns. <laughs> he told me not to take pictures of a few. But uh, the big thing was I told I had told him before. 
And not only do I need like a stress reliever because just stuff going on, but uh, I wanted to learn more about guns since the Second Amendment's a big thing with the, the current election that's going on. And I had told him, like, look, I, I want to understand this from your point of view. Like, what, what do you gun people love about guns? What's the whole thing? And I think that's part of the problem with people that are anti-anything is a lot of them don't even, they've never done what they're against. So they don't even understand these other people. And they won't listen to somebody else talk because it's their way or no way. And if they change their mind, then it's like they're wrong. But people need to get over that shit. And other stuff too in this election, but we're not going to worry about that. So I said, I want to find out more about guns, Second Amendment, all this stuff. Let me find out about it. And I have to admit, I had a really good time. Every single person at that range, well-spoken, good manners. There was no like crazy redneck spitting chaw all over the gun rack in the back. No, these were doctors, lawyers, whatever sick puppy does, <laughs> besides being retired and awesome. And... um just it, it, and it was a mix of races. It was a mix of cultures. It, everybody it was a very diverse group of people that were up there shooting guns. A lot of them said, "I just want to be protected at home," and I totally respect that. I think everyone should have a basic understanding of how a gun works and the respect behind having a gun. Like it, you look in the country, you never hear of crazy things going on with country guys, with the kids in the country. It's because they're brought up to respect guns, and most of them are hunters. I'm not saying I'm become a hunter. I have no interest in becoming a hunter at all. But I have a new respect for the people that own guns because I heard their perspective of here's why we shoot, here's what we do. It's personal defense. We enjoy it. And I got to admit, some of those guns that I shot felt pretty freaking awesome. Like, <laughs> um, like Predator, like, Bruh! Because at one point, Sip Puppy said, just let loose. You just pull the trigger and just he's like, let loose. Let all your stress go away. And oh, and it felt great. So there's pictures and video on the, it should be on our Instagram feed of us shooting guns. It was fun. Pew, pew, pew. There may or may not be a gun safe in this house. I'm just saying. Back to the beer. I'm digging the beer. Uh, it's very clear. Which I, I give these guys props for. Like it's the they nailed just about most of the aspects of an American um, IPA. As it starts to warm up, I'm um, still not getting any malt, but it's the resin is getting a little bit stronger, a little bit tighter as I drink this. Digging it, definitely. Uh, if you get the chance, check out the the stainless steel IPA. It is a year round beer from them, and it does taste pretty damn spectacular. I've been spending a lot of the summer uh, talking to the guys from well, the team. Talking with the team from yajagoff.com, the Pittsburgh podcast. So they had this cool thing where people were selected and they had to live off of the T line, which, in if you're not from Pittsburgh, that's the subway system that we have. It runs primarily in the South Hills. And if you lived off the T line, you would have a party. They'd show up, there was food, there was inflatable games from Elf Entertainment. There was there was so much stuff going on. And they said, Hey, do you want to come out to the first one? It's like, sure, this would be fantastic. Yeah, I could talk beer. I could talk barbecue. Rick Seaback was there. Mr. Pittsburgh Rick Seaback was there. I brought Teaspoon with me. He got the place in the inflatable hockey game, which people from ELF Entertainment, awesome people. Uh, if you get a chance, check them out. It's elfentertainment.com. Lots of inflatable things. Very nice people. Oh, my God, so nice. 
Yeah, the family that we met, very cool. Everyone, they had food waiting for us too. So it was like a buffet, a serious buffet of uh, of food going on. And of course, being there with Mister Rick Seaback himself, it was wow. We learned so much about Pittsburgh. If you're not from the Pittsburgh area, Rick Seaback is like the the city historian. He knows everything, and I'm not talking about stuff in textbooks. He knows some of the most random details about different things. For instance, we found out uh, where we were at in the South Hills, right down the street was the spot of the first ever armed car robbery, which blew our armored car robbery, blew our minds. I'm like, there's no way. Now, Rick is just full of, of crap. There's no way he's pulling our chain. Go and look it up. Sure enough, that's where it, it happened, down on Route 88. So that made me feel, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, I was digging that. We got a lot of information. Go check out Yakking with Yajagoff, yajagoff.com, and uh, go look for the show number one or episode number one of the summer tour. I guess it would be stop number one. Had a great time with that. So I, I've done a lot of going on other podcasts and just going around. And one of the ones that I really enjoyed being on, and I kind of feel bad I was on hiatus at the time because I didn't get a chance to really promote it the way I wanted to. Mm. I think they would really dig this beer too. Is the Drinking Partners podcast. Oh my God. So we've been, for the last year, we've been trying to get something worked out. Haven't had a chance. I finally had that chance to go over and hang out at the Epicast Studios with the guys from the Drinking Partners podcast. Uh, We talked for almost an hour and a half just about podcasting and beer drinking in Pittsburgh and it was so much fun. It's This is another one of those things. I'm going to link to their their show, but it was great to be able to sit down and talk to podcasters about beer and about other stuff going on and just, just having a good time. Um, they At one point, they had actually said that I'm I'm like the 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 grandfather. Then they caught themselves as the godfather. <laughs> Either way, still cool. Uh, of podcasting, of beer podcasting in Pittsburgh. And I mean, there's there's others that have been around. So let me tell you about Drinking Partners Podcast. Two comics, Ed Bailey, Dave Bracey. Awesome dudes. Sit down, drink beer, talk to people. Kind of like, should I drink that? But these guys have, uh, these guys are actually funny. Like, should I drink that back in the day? And then they've had some really cool people on their show. Uh, so they invited me out and uh, we, we just, we sat down, we talked beer, we talked um, podcasting in Pittsburgh, talked more beer, talked about uh, my background and everything and and what it was like. And this is what was weird. They said, what was it like back in the day? I'm thinking, Jesus, back in the day? That was only like 10, 10 years ago. Holy shit. It has been 10 years. So it was good to kind of reminisce and, and talk to these guys. But they have a really cool thing going on. Definitely go check those guys out. Uh, you can find them at epicastnetwork.com slash partnerspod. I will absolutely link to this in the show notes. Don't worry about that. Really good time with those guys. Had a blast. Thank you, uh, Buzzy and everyone there for inviting me out. Good times. The format for this show is going to be a little bit loose. I'm just sitting back enjoying a beer. I'm actually recording in Audacity. I have to tell you about the content that I have. So I actually have four shows worth of material. Four. I've accumulated beer. I have more beer in my basement than I, I even know what to do with so one thing that uh, that did come up this summer, which is one of the, actually one of the big big reasons why uh, the show went on hiatus, besides the the barbecue thing, which thank God that came along, um, 
is that I suffered from palate burnout, which I didn't believe was a thing until it happened to me. And I, I finally got tired of, I got, I got tired of drinking beer, like analyzing beer. And my palate just started to feel burned out to the point that you know, everything I was drinking, it's eventually it started tasting the same. And I'm like, I, I have to recharge this. And I, I talked to a few brewer friends and they're like, yeah, dude, it, it, it's a real thing that happens. Surprised it took you this long. <laughs> it took me 10 years. But I had to give it a rest. And, uh, and not that I started drinking anything else. I just, I kind of chilled. I, I actually drank a lot of iced tea, which surprised me. But uh, I had palate burnout. Uh, it wasn't even just hops. It was just beer in general. Like I was like, all right, I, I need to take a step back for a little bit. And uh, just, you know, concentrate on some of the beers I like and just chill and, and relax and and the nice thing with camping is that it, it gave me that ability to go and, and try some of the local beers of uh, places that I wouldn't normally go to and just kind of hear the stories and just enjoy it for once, not trying to overanalyze everything and give people what they want to hear instead of what's actually going on. One of the big things that happened recently, oh, hold on, let's get, let's get another beer and then we're going to go into this. It's been a while since we've talked. We got a lot to do here. Ah. All right. Final thoughts on the stainless steel IPA. It's good. Buy it. It's an IPA. Do you like resin? Do you like resin in your beer? Buy it. That's all you need to know. Uh, so the Ellicottville Caramel Apple Cuvee is a strong blonde ale aged in American oak. Brewed with caramel, green apple, citrus, and vanilla. Finishes dry with oak essence. Bold oak essence. Cuvée, pronounced Cuvée, is a distinctive beer designed to mature in wood. Ours is a strong blonde ale brewed with caramel, tart green apple, citrus, rind, mild vanilla. The character of each barrel blends with the beer's complex flavors, creating a dry finish with a bold oak essence. From sip to swallow, an interesting and unique flavor experience. We'll just see about that. Holy, oh, you know what this smells like. Oh my God, what was that candy? I can't believe I can't remember what the candy is. It was huge in the 80s and, oh, I don't think it was in the 90s. That taffy, there's like little blocks of taffy. You, If, if you were alive, then you know this and you're starting to go, oh my God, he's right. It's that, there's little squares of green and, oh, so it was like green apple taffy. It was like strawberry taffy or watermelon taffy. It was so good. That's what this smells like. Not even Jolly Rancher. Like this smells like the taffy. Oh my God. This beer is taking me back to my childhood. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. All right. Let's put this bad boy over here. Oh my God. So this is, this is an 8.5% oak age blonde cuvee. 40 IBUs available August to October. And I got this in August. And it's good, or it's available through October. So if you have a chance, get up to Erie or in the western New York area and pick this up. Well, pick up. I, I'm saying pick this up because it smells so freaking awesome right now. I hope it tastes good. Uh, it's very clear. It's got a nice, ooh, nice white frothy head on it. 
And like I'm talking about like white, white, not like a creamy or it's just it's white. It's like blinding you with the white teeth after they've been bleached white. All right, let's try this. Oh my god. Oh my god. This tastes like a caramel apple. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Oh, this is this is good. It's not bitter. It's smooth. Oh, the caramel. The caramel with the apple. I think the resin in the previous beer has me has my throat feeling like I'm a chain smoking granny at a bingo hall. My God, this is an awesome beer. I wish I would have bought more of this. I have single bottles of these. Except for the Panius. Panius I picked up at uh, Giant Eagle. The Eagle up in Erie. I saw a four pack there and went nuts. Mm. Oh, God. So good. Don't even put citrus. I'm not getting citrus out of this. This is this is tart green apple. Smoothed out with caramel. This is a caramel covered apple. If you like that, you are going to freaking love this. So one request that I did have um, going forward is that I would start doing Facebook Live while I do these shows. I'm thinking about it. So within the last month or so, uh, three breweries have opened up in Pittsburgh, which I, I think is amazing that three of them opened up. And then there's a few more that are, we're looking at 40 by the end of the year, a total number of 40 breweries, 40 freaking breweries in Pittsburgh. When we started this podcast, there were five, I think five, maybe eight. Yeah, we'll go with eight. I like the number. We'll go with eight. There's probably about eight. There's going to be 40, four, zero, possibly 40 by the end of this year um, or by mid next year. A number that's just, it blows my mind that craft beer has taken off the way it has. And I understand why it's taken off because, and people are being smart. They're not building these huge breweries. They're being smart and staying focused on local. Uh, we'll, we'll take Hitchhiker, for instance, and not because I've known Andy for years. But because I love the business model of it's a small local brewery, I can go down there. I know I'm going to get good beer. The place is usually packed. But I know that the product that I get is always going to be good. Uh, it's like going to Spoonwood. I love going out to Spoonwood because I, I, I can eat out there too. Uh, their, their food out there is so good. Um, and I have a good time out there too. And uh, what these breweries are doing is it's fun to go to them. It's like your local bars, but they've got, they make their own freaking beer. And the cool thing is with like Hitchhiker, I, I've gone in there and there's no TVs. So you're, you're kind of forced to be social now, which I like. I really like that, which is weird coming from a guy who makes a living off digital media, digital marketing too. Um, but you go in there and you have to talk to people and you have a good time. You sit back, you relax. And there's more of those popping up. And I like that. I like that we have the, the hyper-local places to go to to drink beer and to relax. And you could have the wine. You could have cider. You could have root beer. Not rough beer. Root beer. Just kick back and relax. And, and I, I wish we I wish we'd have more in the South Hills. Most of them seem to be towards Trendy Lawrenceville and up in those areas, which is fine. Hey, whatever. Uh, Mindful Brewing is going to be opening up in sometime soon down on route 88 uh which is library road which I, i'm looking forward to that it's the guys from 99 bottles are bringing you that 
But the, the really cool thing about the breweries that open is Noblestein. I'm wearing their shirt tonight in their honor. Noblestein Brewing Company, which uh, Jason Sircone from Pittsburgh Craft Beer Network over a couple of beers and pretty much all really cool beer news out of Pittsburgh comes through him. Go check him out. Him and I were judging a beer contest, or beer, Jesus, beer festival. Um, we were the beer judges. And uh, we discovered them at the the Rugby Brew Fest a couple years ago. So good. Like, their beers, it was, one of those, it was one of the first times that I've been a judge where I had a beer and went, oh my God, th- this changes the way I, I see the style. And they, they made this Saison Hop Hired Hand that was, it just, it blew my mind away. And we ended up becoming friends with these guys just because they were awesome. They were totally badass, loved them. Uh, talked to them all the time on, on Facebook and Twitter and, and whenever we see them at Beer Fest. Uh, but they're, they're genuine guys and they make an awesome beer. And then I had, well, it's if you would have listened to episode 119, so the one before this, they also had a Hefeweizen up at Hogtoberfest, which again, blow my mind. Like they, they just tweak it enough that it's not like your typical beer that everyone else seems to be making. And these guys finally opened up in Indiana, PA. God bless you. Good luck, guys. I, I hope you guys kick ass because I love your beers. I can't support an entire brewery, but I'm going to spend a shit ton of money on your beers because I really like your beers. So if you guys get the chance, go uh, noblesteinbrewingcompany.com. We'll have all the information that you need. Uh, do you even need final thoughts on this beer? Because it's pretty damn stellar. I like it. So here's what here's what's cool with this. Um, if you get a chance to find this beer, absolutely, you could just go do it. Talk to your friends. This is... This is a great beer. So here's what I'm thinking we could do. We'll take the show. Um, I'll say which beers we're going to have. And we'll get Facebook Live going. We'll stream that out. And then uh, we can talk while we're, we're doing this show. I think I can download the, the show off Facebook Live. I don't, I've never really done Facebook Live. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, I think it would be fun. We can see what happens with it. I mean, most of my downloads come off of iTunes anyways. I know some people can run some solo shows, but they have guests that come in, which is cool. And we can say, like, within the hour, like, at 1025, Scott Smith from East End Brewing Company will be calling in to talk about frogs. And then we roll with it. We see what happens. Attention, campers. Final beer of the evening. Oh, saving the best for last. This is going to be good. This is the Panius Dropus 10.6% Imperial IPA 95 IBUs available March to May, but I was still able to find a four pack up in beautiful Erie, Pennsylvania. This full multi body beer is brewed with loads upon loads of glorious flavor. Features a robust aroma and bitterness with an infusion of orange zest to complement its high alcohol and green hop additions. Finished with a dry hop process, pours clean, medium amber. According to the bottle, brewed with secret malts, loads of cascade hops, and glorious flavor. The Pontius Droppers. Brewed in Ellicottville, New York. Let's drink this. Pontius Droppers.
I know what I'll be doing by the time I'm done drinking this beer. It smells uh, kind of like dried, a little stale, like dried malt. I don't think that, that shouldn't be the case. It's a 10% beer, 10.6%. Yeah, it should be good for a while. All right, let's give it a drink. Oh, God. Oh, that is like silk. Now, the first thing you're going to notice with this beer is I get the zest. I get the orange zest to it. It is a little boozy. It's not burning. There's not like a lot of heat to it burning. Um, it's 10.6% Imperial IPA. You're going to have to expect it a little bit. I think the malt in this does a really great job of keeping it balanced so it doesn't go like into the, the freaking stratosphere of being a hot bomb or burning, having the heat so hot that the alcohol burns. And I don't mean like burns your tongue, but like you can taste the alcohol. You're not getting any of that. I think it's very well balanced, which is very difficult to do for an Imperial IPA. Loads of upfront glorious flavor. Yes, you're going to get that. It's more malty. I don't get so much of the hops, but this definitely will help get that resin taste out of your mouth from the steel IPA, stainless steel IPA. Definitely a great beer. Um, as this warms up too, this is this is just it's, this is fantastic. Get a little burn, a little bite to it. Definitely one that you want to sit back and, and just enjoy. Three great beers tonight from the Ellicottville Brewing Company, Stainless Steel IPA, the Caramel Apple Cuvée, and the Panius Rapis. Fantastic beers. If you get the chance, go check out the Ellicottville Brewing Company's website, ellicottvillebrewing.com. You'll find information on all these beers. Thank you for listening to episode 120. Uh, we'll wait till you see what we have in store, what, what I have in store, what we all have in store for each other. It's going to be a good time. Glad to finally be back behind a microphone. This is kind of a raw show. A lot more stuff coming up. You're going to like this. Uh, like I said, we've got like four shows ready to go. I just have to sit down and drink the beers and get going with it. If you have any suggestions for Should I Drink That, send it to me, Fatherspoon at shoulddrinkthat.com. There's a few live things I have coming up, uh, which I, pay attention on social media because that's, that's honestly the best place to go for all of your information on Should I Drink That. Make sure you're following Should I Drink That on Twitter and Periscope at SIDT, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Google Plus, Should I Drink That, Snapchat, SIDT Beer, Untapped, username is Spoon. There's seriously like a ton of stuff going on, especially with Instagram, the stories I'm posting there all the time. Also check out everything for yinslovebbq.com, yinslovebbq on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, about everything else. Look for yinslovebbq. We're going to have a lot of crossover going on. There's a lot of stuff I have ready for the winter. We're going to have a blast. I'm glad you guys are still here. We're going to dig this. I'm going to finish drinking the Panius drop. This I don't know what's going to happen tonight. It's going to be fun either way. For shouldidrinkthat.com, this is the Most Reverend Father Spoon. Back again. Or even if it's crap, I drink it so you don't have to. Good beer. Good night. Bitches!